I find that um, we as human beings are very sophisticated, really sophisticated escape artists. We're like Houdinis. Maybe we know who Houdini was. Who was he known for? Yeah. <laughs> able to get away from right. Have you looked at yourself as that? Ever? All of us. There is no exception. We have gone through life. We've gone through the events of our existence. And there were times that we could process what was taking place. And any moment, any event that we couldn't process, we put into a box called, don't want to deal with it, deal with it later. In fact, if you were to be followed with a camera, yeah, if you had a reality show, you would see how many times during your day you do that escape artist trick. You've set up your mind to do that. How many moments of your day do you actually consciously process both the good ones and the ones that are challenging? What was the sunlight today? Did you see the sunlight today? Did you process the difference in the color of the sunlight today? Or did you look at and escape it? Or did you not even see it? You've gotten that good that you didn't even see it. If I don't see it, then I don't process it. <coughs> Are you processing what's happening within you today? Are you processing all the projections that were presented to you? Yes or no? Can you count on your fingertips how many things you escaped? Are you not even aware of that? So as you go through with Kundalini Yoga, Kundalini Yoga is called the Yoga of Awareness. It will start to grow your awareness. First of all, you will start to become aware of what you are escaping. <laughs> because right now you're not even aware. Some of you are, some of you aren't. And once you start to become aware of what you're escaping, you will hopefully find the courage to even ask yourself, why am I escaping this? Why am I not willing to look at this? What are all the wonderful, sophisticated methods that I have created to escape things? And convinced my mind that those are really important things to do in my life. You know, people come in here and I ask them to do an everyday practice, spend 31 minutes meditating every day, minimum, yeah? 31 minutes, not too much. Is it too much? Okay. For somebody who's starting with sadhana, not at all. But for those of you who are just living your life, 31 minutes of meditating feels like, where am I going to find this chunk of time? My life is so busy. Peter and I were at the airport a couple of months ago when we dropped our son off for college. <laughs> and this was an early flight. 
And I kid you not, the line outside of Starbucks, you know, you pass security and then there's all these little restaurants. It spanned at least five gates. It was longer than the line for security. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then on Friday, I was dropping Peter off to the airport. So it was still morning. It was like 5.30 or 6 in the morning. And almost every coffee shop had a snaking line around for the drive through No problem. You have convinced your mind that it is very important that I have my cup of coffee. But I don't have 11 minutes or 31 minutes to meditate. I don't have five minutes to stretch my body. I mean, your cats are smarter than you. Have you ever seen a cat? You see how they can doze off and they're so relaxed? Have you ever felt that? Why do we like having cats next to us? Because they are just calm, chill, relaxed, no problem. It can doze off and yet it can be alert in a second, right? It doesn't say, where's my coffee? Please give me a coffee first and I'll deal with that bird over there. <laughs> right? <laughs> it doesn't do that. It can do both. In fact, every time it gets up, it takes its time, it does the stretches, opens and pauses. Isn't that so cute to see it do that? It takes it time, stretches a little, opens its nervous system up. We are animals too. So it is instinct within us too, right? But no, we filled our lives with all kinds of sophisticated ways of avoiding what we need to look at, what we need to deal with, what we need to process. How many things from your childhood are sitting in that box? Have you looked at it lately? Have you opened it? Well, no escaping today. <laughs> I like you capturing in there. I should start locking that door. And now we'll deal with it. You will deal with it in the physical exercise set. And we will particularly deal with it one thought at a time in the meditation. I find this, this body that we are sitting in is such a sophisticated piece of equipment. It's like a very high-end juicer. <laughs> I know you've never seen your body like that, have you? Right? The events of your life are like the ingredients. Like somebody's putting these events down your spout. And your job is to churn it, process it, separate the juice from the pulp, Right? And that's it. That's really the only reason for your existence. You are a processing machine. You're a really sophisticated juicer. But you keep all your ingredients stuffed inside of you. So no, I don't want that one. Please don't give me an orange today. I'm bored with orange. Can I have a turnip? <laughs> you don't get to choose. Does the juicer get to choose what you what you want to juice? 
What makes you think you get that choice? <laughs> Yet, because we are conscious, aware beings, we say, I don't want this and I want this. Thankfully, your cats, your dogs, your horses, they don't have that problem. They have no problem. Whatever is put into them, they choose that. And they go through life and it's done. Their dharma is done. We need to be trained a little more, don't we? <laughs> For more inspirational offerings, visit us at sevenchakrayoga.com.